0: Thank you. hello everyone welcome to another episode of the words of heart podcast i'm your host Dion sanchez and joining me today is stephan with the most unique last name i have ever heard which is why i'm not gonna pronounce it because it's (laughs) hard thank you for joining me today Stefan.
1: my pleasure my pleasure my last name is nawatniak but you can just call me steve so it keeps it nice and simple,
0: right? So, Steve, um, if you could tell my audience a bit about yourself, what you do, and um, just give us some further insight into who you are, that would be great.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'm a I'm a licensed occupational therapist, and I work in a psychiatric hospital. And um, I live with a bipolar condition, and so um. I was diagnosed in August of 2002 after being hospitalized with severe depression. And then um, 10 years later, I was hospitalized with mania and just this whole sense of having a condition and also being a professional. And and what I like to do is I try to share my story to help destigmatize things a little bit, to demystify mental health a little bit, and to help show that just because you have a condition, doesn't mean that you can't have a good quality of life, that um, and that you can be professional and you can enjoy life, and that there's a lot of good things that are available. Um, I know that when I was hospitalized and I was coming out of it and early in my journey, I necessarily didn't see a lot of people that were um, doing the things that I wanted to do, and so I'm just trying to put myself out there to help.
0: Right, and I truly admire you for sharing that. Um, as someone who deals with had to undergone a lot of health deficiencies growing up. Um, just to give you a full spectrum idea as to the brunt of what I had to go through, for the first two years of my life, I couldn't hear her talk. So um, there was no um, specific medical diagnosis for what that was. It was just um, basically what my life <laughs> ended up starting out. I couldn't hear her talk. So I had many health deficiencies and derailments and um, I was diagnosed with ADHD and probably a myriad of other diagnoses. Um, I think bipolar disorder may have been one of them. I'm not entirely sure, but the whole purpose of me relating to you in regards to being diagnosed with um, health um, conditions of that magnitude is the fact that I understand um, it being I wouldn't say demoralizing, maybe that's not the right word, but it certainly doesn't make trying to grow and evolve as a person any easier, or at least for myself personally, because I found it really hard for me to get any socialization. Um, For some reason, um, kids wouldn't interact with me, which made growing up, I mean, I had a good childhood, but the fact that I had no friends, and kids would play in their blocks by themselves or together, and I'd be by myself in a corner. And then fast forward to me being in middle school, I would be sitting by myself on a couch while other kids were playing together. So um, I knew that I was different. I mean, that was just I was biologically different, and I didn't ask to be different, but it was just how my life turned out, and um it was hard to ap- understand appreciate my differences because it yeah. seemed like nobody accepted me for my differences so yeah. um as far as i mean my health conditions and what i had to go through they're they're part of me i can't change that i can't hide it but um it made my life more challenging because I had to overcome so much because I had so many hindrances from the start of my birth. Sure.
1: Sure. Yeah. And and what I have found that there's, there's two types of stigma with mental health. There's the community stigma, which is where people hear you have your bipolar and automatically assume a certain thing or, or they hear you have a mental health condition. And so they treat you differently. Uh, There's that kind of community stigma that exists. But I think one of the things that's even more impactful than community stigma is self-stigma. Right. And that's where I start thinking less of myself because I have a label. And what comes, what I have found that's important is understanding how those symptoms show up in my life. Not so much that the label that they're given, but really just understanding what's it like in my own skin. How do the symptoms show up? How do they affect me? And what is it that I can do to address those and manage those so I can have the quality of life that I want? And and that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned. Um, One of the things that i found is that acceptance is a really important thing um, because I can turn around and be upset about having the condition. I can feel like it's not fair. I can go through all those kinds of things you know, wonder why me. Um, I, I've been through all of that. But I found that ex- the ability to accept a situation is really important. And accepting things you like is easy. But accepting things you don't like is difficult. All right. And what I have found is that acceptance is not a one and done thing. It's like, sometimes I accept it. Sometimes I fight it. Sometimes I feel good about it. Sometimes I feel bad about it. And I actually created a tool that I use called the Acceptance Ladder. If you want to, can I share that?
0: Yes. And kind yeah, of what me I use. Too. Yes.
1: So it has five levels. Bottom level is curse. And that's where I feel like I'm a complete victim of the universe. The universe is stacked against me. There's nothing I can do. Um, it, it's It's unfair and I'm hopeless. So that's curse mode. And I will definitely say when I was hospitalized with depression, I was in curse mode because I didn't know what was going on. No matter what I did, I couldn't, I couldn't get out of the depression. Um, I didn't know what was going on. And so I felt like I had this curse. The next rung up is it's difficult. And that's so, so curse is the bottom level.
0: Okay.
1: It's difficult is the next level up. And that's where I, it's, I should not have it. It's work. It's unfair. It's not hopeless, but I but it's still it should it's something that should not be there, right? There's that judgment associated with it. Then the next rung up is it is what it is. And that's where I let go of the judgment of it. It can still be uncomfortable, but it's just the experience that I'm having. It's not about being right or wrong, good or bad, fair or unfair. It's just my experience. So there's curse, difficult is what it is. The next rung up is teacher. What is the experience teaching me? Or what is it that I need to learn to address the needs of the situation? And then finally is gift. And that's where what am I able to do now that I never would have been able to do beforehand without it. Now, the key is all I can ever do is recognize what rung am I on? And am I willing to go one rung up? That's it. So when I'm, in, when I'm in difficult mode, don't talk to me about it being a gift because I can't see it that way. Right. It's something that should not happen. It's hard. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't want it. It's work, right? So, so at that level, all I can do is try to let go of the judgment of it and let it just be. It very well may be uncomfortable, but but instead of fighting it, I'm just kind of sitting with it. And so I find that the whole thing is recognizing what rung am I on? And am I willing to go one rung up? And then all I end up doing is I get to the point where I'm able to recognize what rung I'm on sooner. And then I, and then I give myself permission to go one rung up sooner. So I end up being able to climb the ladder a little bit faster as I practice the tools. Does that make sense?
0: It makes perfect sense, and I'm glad you used that analogy as far as the ladder and a curse. Um, um, w- with my health elements growing up, I didn't. I I knew it wasn't a curse, obviously, but it definitely was on the difficult level.
1: Um, yeah,
0: it certainly was, and it brought some much unfortunate insecurities in me um from childhood to preteen. Um it took me being in eighth grade to to stop questioning my existence because I felt like because and at this point I had no friends, nobody would interact with me. It was still challenging. So yeah I just thought okay I'm gonna be alone forever so why am I here if nobody wants to be my friend but um um I am a Christian so my faith is really important to me so (laughs) God kept bugging in my head like no stick it out I'll reveal the truth to you soon um which he did and hey I'm here and we're having this conversation so
1: yeah um
0: obviously I learned to accept my um differences for what they are as you mentioned in your ladder um it just took me a little longer I didn't see it as a curse but I was definitely at the difficult stage and it just took me a little while to accept all that I am um yeah that there's nothing wrong with me so
1: yeah yeah I I'm at the point now where I see myself as being um I have an atypical nervous system so there are times that when, like when I was hospitalized with depression and mania, you know, I was sick and, and I needed a lot of help. Um, but now, you know, with my medication and with the tools that I've learned, I've, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm learning how to live with it. And so how do you have a good quality of life with it? And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I guess, I just put that out there because I know that sometimes when you're dealing with depression or anxiety or, or bipolar, or you're dealing with some of these, these internal storms, it can, be, it can be easy to lose hope. And what I'm just wanting to share is that while it can be an uncomfortable experience, it doesn't have to be suffering. Um, it can be uncomfortable, but, but one of the things that I have found to be really valuable is when I'm able to find purpose inside of the pain. Like there's one thing just to cope with it. Right. Yeah. And just deal with it. And that's nah. Like I can just get through it and, but there's nothing really there. But what I find like right now I do advocacy work and I give presentations to school groups and professional organizations. About mental health and about bipolar and what the lived experience is like, and I'm finding that that gives purpose to the pain, so now it's not as oppressive. And I and I and I would just put out there that when you're feeling uncomfortable, the acceptance ladder I find is a really good tool, and then if you can, that helps you move it into teacher, and then as you work with it and and, and find a use for that discomfort, that empowers you even more.
0: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more as far as using your experiences um, for a greater purpose. Um, And that's really um, enabled me to start this podcast in a way. Um, I obviously shared a bit of myself in a nutshell, pretty much but um i also got diagnosed with diabetes at the start of the pandemic as well we're about 2 years into this pandemic unfortunately which means i'm 2 years diabetic um when in the gram spectrum of things and um i actually <laughs> I- before um, I got diagnosed, I was certainly, I was nowhere near the difficult level. I was at the bottom of the bottom level because I had no idea what was happening to me. I was sick. I was suffering. I I truly, truly could have died at any given moment. Like that's, um, that's a hard, cold, cold, cold fact. I was a skeleton, an actual skeleton, basically. If skeletons walked among the earth, I was that skeleton. Like it was terrible, but I did get my diagnosis and I took that pain, my suffering. I just shot it up to the ladder and saw it as a gift because, hey, I'm still here. I'm breathing, I'm alive. Um, Many of my family had trouble accepting my diagnosis as a gift because of what I just shared with you. And to have to undergone this in my 20s, when it seemed like my life was relatively at ease, not complete ease, but 50% ease, and then have to go through this diagnosis. And when there's like a deadly virus going around as well, that doesn't make it any easier either. No,
1: it doesn't. So
0: um, if it wasn't for that particular experience and God using that um, diagnosis as a blessing and a gift, and calling me to be a warrior for change and to use my voice, um, then I, it wouldn't have led to me launching this podcast. So, and helping others with their mental health stories and sharing their struggles and just to remind them of the fact that they are never alone.
1: Yeah, that is awesome, and it's a powerful thing how, how through faith, even the worst experiences can be used for good. You know what I mean
0: absolutely and it was it was bad it was absolutely horrible yeah and I'm chuckling about I probably wouldn't have been chuckling about it two years ago but it was it was bad and I'm glad God basically resurrected me from the dead and yes I'm quoting scripture but that's the best analogy to literally what I went through and gotcha just glad that I'm still here and he's using my power of my voice to help others share their voices so
1: and that is awesome and you know I, it makes me re- remember what my pastor said in church this Sunday is that you don't have an, you don't need to have enough faith to do the whole journey at once you just need to have enough faith to get to the next step and that way it's just what's the next process and then and then he'll help you ne- take the next step and it's just one step at a time and I think, and that I found to be very, very helpful because sometimes when you look at the whole big picture, it can be a little. For me, sometimes I find that it's a little daunting and overwhelming. But if I just remember that no, it's today, or this week, or these fifteen minutes, <laughs> you know, you break it down, and then and it and it helps. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't need to know it all. I just need to know that this is what I'm using. And I'm using my stuff to help stuff today. And I find that's helpful.
0: Absolutely. Well, Steve, I would like to get to our icebreaker part of the game, which is going to be really fun.
1: Absolutely.
0: So um, I'll start with the icebreaker question because that's simpler. Um, If you had to come up with a title or chapter for where your life is at right now, what would it be?
1: A chapter or a title for where my life is right now, mm-hmm. I would have to say Advocacy in the Storm.
0: Ooh, Advocacy in the Storm. Yes. Do you yes. mind sharing why you would pick that? I mean, I feel yeah. like, yeah, Advocacy in the Storm is really Deep, <laughs> so.
1: Well, I think I mean I'm an advocate,
0: right? Know, I'm a mental right. health
1: advocate, and um, it's all about sharing about how you can use things and not be caught up with stuff. Sorry about the glare from my glasses. I keep trying to move so that it's not there.
0: <laughs> it's but okay. I'm, I'm
1: <laughs> but anyway, um, but the reason why I say advocacy in the storm is because, like, my symptoms have been softened but they haven't gone away. Okay. I still have some depressive times. I still have some anxious times. I still have some some of my hypomanic times. So I can still have an internal storm going on. But it's a matter of, like I mentioned earlier, about having purpose to the pain and being able to use the discomfort to help people and to draw on that. And so it's advocacy through the storm.
0: Awesome. So I sort of already shared what my title would be in a nutshell. Um, Yeah. um, Basically, my title or chapter would be a warrior for change. Um, I undergone a lot in my life. Um, And you pretty much got the whole diagram or background in 50 seconds or less pretty much so I feel like being a warrior for change is really symbiotic and represents who I am and where I am in my life right now
1: absolutely that's a good one (laughs) I like that I might I might uh scoot on those coattails a little bit because I can see myself with that too a little bit
0: Absolutely. And I've mentioned this numerous times. Everyone is a warrior in spite of their circumstances. Like they truly, truly are. So
1: that's awesome.
0: Thank you. So, on to my favorite part um, right. my icebreaker game. So this game is called Song Association. You don't have to be an avid singer to understand this game. It's just for giggles and hoots and just to break the ice. So um, basically how it works is I give you a word and you have 15 seconds <laughs> I usually say this part for the end but you have 15 seconds based off the word I give you to either say the song in a title or in the lyrics it has to be an actual song you cannot make it up maybe I'll have Ooh. enough maybe I'll make up an icebreaker game where you can make up songs but not today so based off of the word I give you you have 15 seconds to say it in the song title or in the lyrics. <laughs>
1: all right, I may have to call a uh, help from a uh, from the audience, but let's give this a go.
0: And you can't Google search it either. I need to mention that too.
1: <laughs> oh man, but, I'm losing my options.
0: <laughs> yes, I mean you can Google search it after the game, but you can't do it during. So all right, Got so it. first word is heart
1: heart heart oh um my achy breaky heart
0: okay you got it before the timer went off and i know that's a song by billy ray cyrus yes
1: (laughs) that's that's all i could come up with
0: (laughs) see you're doing good so the next one, maybe I should change it to have some fun, but I won't change it. <laughs> the next one is words.
1: Words? hmm Oh. I have no idea. <laughs> I am blanking out on this one oh
0: well i can tell you an answer some guests have given yeah Um, yeah some of them answered this one with the song more than words by the band extreme oh yes (laughs) um i'm not familiar with the band extreme but i am familiar with the song because many people have covered it so you could have that one but the timer went off
1: Oh, okay
0: so the next one um i changed this word the third word recently because it seemed like the third word always stumps people so hopefully it doesn't stump you because i know for a fact there is a song pertaining to this word so okay. the last word for you is faith faith mm-hmm.
1: faith hill is a singer
0: that doesn't count you have to sing a song
1: oh oh um oh ye of little faith (laughs) that's scripture
0: i know that's scripture And I know in my heart And God will accept it But because doesn't count In this case. Uh-huh. Oh you were so close And I think you're the first person To actually say a singer For their answer Faith Hill. <laughs> oh, that was fun
1: That was cool yeah. I was waiting for the word Rain Rain Purple Rain.
0: Oh, maybe I should add Rain for the next one. But uh, that was fun. And I like that you added a Billy Ray Cyrus song. I wasn't expecting that for an answer. No one has given that song as an answer. So that's a first. <laughs> uh, we can keep thinking of multiple songs all day long or artists is with the words in their name. (laughs) But unfortunately, we're at the end of this fun conversation. Um, Steve, do you have any social media links for my audience before we wrap up here?
1: Well, I've um I've written some books and I've created a YouTube channel. Um, and all those links and everything um you can get on my website, which is compassrecoverycoaching.com.
0: Awesome. Just out of curiosity, um, what made you title your book Compass to Recovery?
1: Well, the, the website is called compassrecoverycoaching.com. That's the, that's the title of my business, Compass Recovery Coaching. Okay. Um, and that's because uh, I think that we're on a journey when we're dealing with mental health and that we're never done, but it's a process And Compass is a guide in in the process. And it's a coach because I'm not there to tell you what to do, but I'm there to help with developing skills so that you can do well in your game of life. And so that's kind of where the the name of that came from. Um, But I've written a couple books. I've done an online video course, and I have a YouTube channel. And so I figured just going to one place, compassrecoverycoaching.com, that'll give you links. all the the books and everything that I've done. And I think that would be the simplest way to find out about it.
0: Awesome. Thank you again for joining me, Steve. This was a wonderful conversation.
1: This has been great. Thank you so much for asking me.
0: Of course. So to all my listeners, we're at the end of this episode. Um, If you enjoy this episode, if you want to listen to it, watch it, here are the ways to do that. You can find us on Facebook at the Words of Heart Podcast. We are also on YouTube under the same name. And of course, we're on wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google. If you want to subscribe, send a review, send it to the moon. If you can send it to the moon, let me know because intergalactic broadcasting would be epic and awesome. But however you choose to do so, please let me know your thoughts and or feedback. If you like to get in contact with me pertaining to this episode or any episode, or just to say hi or to make fun of me for my song or choices, (laughs) you can do so on my social media accounts. I'm on Instagram at heartwarrior25 and I'm on Twitter at heartwarrior24. So once again, thank you for joining me, Steve, and to all my listeners, stay healthy, stay safe, Feel free to brush up on some music knowledge if you would like to partake in this game in a future episode. Either way, stay happy, stay safe. And until next time, bye. Bye now.